Hello and welcome to the world of Pokemon. Nick is yep. indisposed, but today these gentlemen and lady will call me their game masters. And you're listening to Pokemon Rollout, a real play Pokemon Tabletop United RPG podcast. What's your name? I'm Paul and I play Charlie, the party don't start till I walk in, Pine. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Michael, and I play Professor Rudimentus Campari's Red Sneeze. <laughs> and I'm Lydia, and I play, wait for it, Liliana So Toxapex finally killed all the Corsola and Galar, but I want one. Wait, I got another one. Uh, <laughs> just mumble, and can hear, inco- oh my gosh, I can't even talk. Incoherently, and call yourself Leslie. (laughs) I think think that job uh, was accomplished. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I got one more. Okay. Uh, Liliana Pocket Cleaner Shadow Garden. Thank you, everyone, for your contributions. I like Pocket Cleaner. I I think that one. That one. You might need to like adopt that name. That's a good one. (laughs) I'm gonna clean up the streets. That, that's your superhero vigilante no, name. You clean up the pockets like you, you steal from them. No, I, yeah. I know Okay. Paul, you don't understand me. <laughs> <laughs> You're ruining Gosh, Christmas. Ruining my life. <laughs> <laughs> so there goes the creepy atmosphere. I'm saying you say that I'm like all, all of a sudden a flash, uh, uh, mm-hmm. flash of four years in the future when I have a nearly teenage daughter. <laughs> You're looking into your future, Paul. Uh, and with the introduction and the lovely banter out of the way, at long last, you've reached the beach. Yes! The pearly white sands stretch away from horizon to horizon, stretching before you down to waves tinged blood red by the setting sun. There are clouds far off in the horizon, but they are far away. Spring has changed to summer, and the evening is warm, soft, and still. What do you do? Um, I think for any good beach episode, we need to talk about what we're wearing. Yes. <laughs> and I think Charlie is wearing, uh, we'll say, like a forest, forestry green board shorts. And uh, like, I don't know the names of clothes, but it's like, so n- not a t-shirt, but like with without the sleeves. <laughs> mm-hmm. My first instinct was to call it a wife beater, but I don't think no. we should call it that. No, 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 not. Are you just talking a... about like a tank top? No, not. But like, no, not a tank top. No, I'm talking about like. Uh, a I'll have to look and find it. Yeah, cut off. I mean, but it's like I don't know. I'll have to look for this and we'll have to post this somewhere. <laughs> but um, but yeah, just like a, a I, white. I can picture what you're talking about, though. Yeah, a, yeah. a white, a white sleeveless shirt, not a cut off. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and I think he has sunglasses, a bucket hat, and, um, and a, uh, sunscreen on his nose. <laughs> nice. Um, Professor Sneeze, uh, before you see his, uh, his swimwear, uh, you see he is completely wrapped in a, uh, a, a towel, uh, that is, uh, decorated like a Snorlax, complete with a hood that's a Snorlax head. 
yes. on top of his head. Um, and uh, as as he approaches the the beach, uh, he he uh, takes this off to to lay it on the sand. And uh, underneath, he's wearing uh, exactly the same swimsuit that Dick Van Dyke wears in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Um, oh my gosh. The <laughs> like red and white pinstripe. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Work it. Yes. <laughs> and it's 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 de- the shorts are definitely too short. Oh no. You <laughs> no. Oh, they killed it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um Liliana is just wearing like a black one piece and then like Ah, oh, I can't think of what they're called. Oh my gosh, what is it called? It's basically it's not a scarf. It's definitely not a scarf, but it's like one of those shawl things. It's like a beach shawl, but it's purple. There you go. Hmm. I've, I've linked uh, to you guys, and we'll have to put this somewhere <laughs> um, so people can see what I'm talking about. Right. Oh, I should do that too. <laughs> oh, and maybe she's carrying like a beach ball that's like a magic cart beach ball. Mm-hmm. But it was that, that was the kind of shirt that oh, I was thinking about. And uh, nice. Melody is, is waddling by uh, Professor Sneeze's side and has a, a big old sun hat and uh, gigantic heart-shaped pink sunglasses. Um, K- Katana is carrying a parasol. I've not decided what color yet, but she's carrying a parasol because her metal body gets hot in the sun. Nice. Grunge is carrying around a much Ooh. too big for him piece of driftwood that he's really struggling with, but he's still like really happy about it and so proud of himself. Uh, uh, Melody is also um, drinking a, a we'll, we'll say it's a virgin mojito. Oh. <laughs> and also, I'm going to have uh, Bernie out too. Bernie is also wearing board shorts. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Fantastic. So now we have to do something. Yeah. Um, I, I think Professor Sneeze is going to stretch out on his on his towel and um, pull out a, a a book, and it's just like a um, like a trashy mystery novel. Because um, <laughs> <Yes. laughs> that's that's what he would read on his vacation here. Uh, it's a trashy mystery novel. Oh, it's we're gonna say. Um, it's it's by um, oh I'm trying to think of a good good name here like you can get really meta and have it be a detective grunge story. a detective grunge oh story. yes <laughs> oh in fact yes. it is a detective grunge story oh no Ooh. Oh. <laughs> detective grunge and the uh, you're doing great thanks I can't <laughs> poke puns that's what I want I want to poke a pun um Detective Grunge Professor and... Sneeze. What? You realize you aren't reading the words. Oh no. Am I looking at the pictures? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a children's book. <laughs> um, Paul thinks she might be saying something else, but Charlie... I mean, Charlie probably can't hear her, so... Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, uh, we were being asked what we're doing, um, well, we know what, well, in one way or another, we know what Charlie's doing. <laughs> uh, Charlie's gonna be trying to catch some Pokemon, but he's, uh, asked, uh, hey, Liliana, you know that, that good rod that you have? Can I, can I borrow it? <laughs> what will you give me? 
Um, like, I don't know. Ha I'll, I'll catch, uh, the second Pokemon I catch will be for you. Uh, it better be a good one. She gives him her rod that just is in her hands, apparently. Even though she didn't have it before, but it is there now. I mean, you won. You won a good rod from the from episode one. Mm -hmm. Oh, I spoke. Oh, like I was thinking that wasn't what I had discovered that she had. It on. makes but, perfect yeah. sense. Hmm. <laughs> she just pulls it out from behind her back. Here you go. It made makes perfect sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Liliana and Grunge are going to be playing around with the beach ball. And then Liliana is going to notice that Professor Sneeze is reading. So she's going to take her beach ball and chuck it at his book and kind of bounce it off of it. <laughs> Loser! You're such a nerd! You're at the beach! Have fun! Don't just read! You do that all the time! It's how I relax, okay? I don't, I don't interfere with your process. Look, this is bothering me. I can't actually read it. <laughs> <laughs> The sand shifts and crunches under your feet. Irregularly shaped white chunks moving and crackling together to form the crude parody of a sandcastle. The gate of the castle gapes open, and damp, cold sepulchre stink washes over you, along with its inhuman howl. The clouds have covered the sun, and the tide is rising. The water is smudged a dark and dirty brownish red under the overcast sky. Charlie, you're up. To do what? What do I get to do? Cast your oh, rod? God. This is like an episode of Welcome to Night Vale. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I used to like that show. Um... <laughs> I think I listened to like the first two seasons. That's pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah, um, anyway, um... I think I just said that in Professor Sneeze's voice, so now it's canon. <laughs> Professor Sneeze has listened to the first two seasons of Welcome to Night I have a feeling that that's probably okay to be canon in this episode. It's just <laughs> yeah. my hunch. You say yeah. a, a parody of a sandcastle. In fact, two of them just formed and seemed to be facing me. Uh, gotcha. So, um, I think that means Charlie, uh, probably... No, Char Charlie's not uh, that in tune to this yet. So, uh, do um, so these sandcastles are in front of him. So, or these parodies of sandcastles. So he is going to have. Uh, uh, hey, Katana, can you help me out with this thing here? <laughs> this might not be. Or these things, I should say. And she comes out and. Um, uh, so there's two of them. One on the left. One on the right. One before, one behind. Mm. One before, one, okay. Um, Katana, why don't you, uh, faint attack, uh, on this, this one in front of me here. Uh, faint attack cannot miss, but we'll see if we get a crit on it. A two? That's a oh, uh, yeah, okay, uh, no, it's not. I, I, I said it. I said the words. It can't miss. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, is it going to miss with a two? A two is a really bad roll. Um, no, so I just need to roll my 2d8 plus 10. Uh, are we sure it doesn't crit on twos? Does it crit on twos now? Uh, so uh, we're looking at 33 dark physical damage. 
sandcastle crunches and crackles as it's struck, and then slowly begins to reform itself, pulling the sands out around it. Liliana is up. Um, the gates are open, yes? Mm -hmm. That is correct. Okay. I am going to use a few of my knives on the threads and try throwing some of them into the castle and see if I can harpoon anything. So, what should I roll for that? I think Ellie's gonna be a far less helpful GM than me. Okay, well, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> So I think you just like propose something and do it and then see what happens. Okay. Um oh, uh, you know what? Oh, okay. I have the move points. So I'm just going to I got a 19. Question mark. Probably hits. Yeah, I think so. It doesn't have like a damage roll or anything that I'm supposed to do. Mm. It just says see effect. What's the effect? The user throws a held item, determining the effect of fling. <laughs> Page 340. Oh man, I have to do research. <laughs> Not a nerd, like <laughs> some people. <laughs> so, says That's the person who just read through a technical document to make potions for... <laughs> <laughs> shh, shh. Okay, now I have to find... When was that again? Oh, I don't know, Charlie. Charlie's back looking at these uh, these Pokemon, these uh, sandcastles. Hell, hell, I know. Okay, uh, what? Oh, okay, no, this one. Uh, this has no special effect. This category includes all evolutionary stones, keepsakes, and held items not otherwise listed. So it's just a damage basis. The user instead makes a ranged struggle attack using the thrown weapon to determine damage. But using fling's accuracy. Ah. 32! The blades sink in, and the castle begins to crumble around them, barely holding its form. Professor Sneeze? Uh, I'm gonna use a Pokemon Education to identify them, um, and to determine if there's anything more about them that I ought to know. How big are they, by the way? The size of a child's sandcastle. Okay. Got it. Uh, How large is a child? <laughs> 25 Pokemon in. I mean, I consider myself a child. <laughs> you don't know what they are. No idea. Professor Sneeze, you don't know what they are. I don't know what they are. What is this? What, are, what What's happening? What's going on? Uh, I'm gonna hit it. Uh, Melody, you hit it too. Uh, I'm gonna hit it. And so I use, uh, try attack on the one in front. That's a 15 to hit. 37 normal special damage. Colored lights dance through the air and through the castle to no effect. What's happening? I don't know what these things are. 
Paul really wants to break the fourth wall and like, because I feel like I could do this in this episode, but I'm not going to. Do it! <laughs> I dare you! Don't do Paul it! Paul is welcome to try. <laughs> hey, Professor Sneeze, this is Paul. Ah, who's that? What's happening? Wait, you sound familiar. Uh, it's it's a sandy gas. It's a ghost Stop. ground type. Melody is up. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Got him. Melody put it to sleep. So Melody uses sing. Um, and she's going to use her lullaby ability to put the first one to sleep and try to get the next one to sleep with the roll. And that's a four, so it's not going to do it. <laughs> so it's slowed and has a minus two to evasion. Mm. So one is asleep and the other is slowed? Yes. The, the first one is asleep and the, the behind one is slowed. The castle slumbers. It slumbers deep. Second castle digs beneath and throws the sand into the air. Everyone, everyone on the field, take 31 ground physical damage and lose one combat stage in speed. Um, Ellie or Nick, I assume that we are basing this off, off of a full HP? Correct. Okay. Mm -hmm. Should I just do this in a notepad or should I put this in uh, my actual character sheet? For Katana. What is now is what there is. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Yeah, that means character sheet. Alright. Ooh, Katana just barely survived with not taking an injury on that. Oof. Not that that's necessarily a good thing, but... Uh, oh, crunch Meanwhile... <laughs> more shapes knit themselves together out of the weird, spiked, bleached shapes sticking out of the sand. Part of the sand. Long, disc-like shells sprouting many spiked legs and shading, staring, scarlet eyes. Swirling helixes terminating in a sprout of gray-blue rubbery tentacles, topped by bulbous black orbs gazing, glazed, and vacant. The eyes, staring and vacant, red and black, glowing and glazed, glare at you. The water laps around your ankles now, staining your shoes red. A coppery tang fills the air. The sands, no, rocks, the particles are far too large to be sand, but they are far too irregularly shaped to be rocks. Shift treacherously under your feet. Charlie. Oh boy, um... Yeah, not sure what to do about all that, but uh, I think, uh... What is Charlie gonna do? Um, oh, um, we will. Break the system. <laughs> no, I got yelled at. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, let's see here. Uh, Charlie is going to, um... Let's go ahead and, and help Katana out a little bit here. Let's go ahead. Charlie's going to use Go Fight Win. He's like, I don't know what's going on, everybody, but we'll, we'll come out ahead on this. Let's go ahead and do it. Uh, and he is going to give everybody... Um... Don't stop now. Let's keep moving on this. So with uh, Don't Stop Now, all allies on the field gain temporary hit points equal to my charm rank, which should be six. And everyone becomes excited, which you can exchange the excited condition by... Uh, um, you give it up uh, when you get hit by an attack, you gain plus five in damage reduction. So it's basically plus a one a one time plus five in defense. Mm. Good. I, I'm excited. I don't know why, but I am. <laughs> oh, it's just so good to be alive. <laughs> For now. For now. Uh. Katana. Uh, Katana is going to, uh, I think she's just going to continue with, um, Faint Attack. She'll, she'll keep working on the same one. Uh, 13, so not a crit. So this will be 11 plus, uh, 27, so this will be, uh, 38. 38 dark physical damage on the same, uh, Sandcastle. The sleeping sandcastle crumbles to dust and vanishes. Grunge. I. Oh. Uh, okay. Okay, never mind. <laughs> um. I feel as though this is a hostile learning environment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's still one friend on the field. Um. I'm gonna have one grunge. friend on the field. <laughs> one. <laughs> I, one, Perhaps one you should repent. There is one sandcastle left on the field. There are three discs with long legs and staring red eyes. There mm -hmm. are three helixes swirling into tubes of gray-blue tentacles and glazed black eyes. There are seven on the field. I am going to have Grunge use Odor Sleuth and then use Leer and shoot the cone kind of in the direction of wherever he can hit the most of the enemies. Uh, I rolled a three. The last sandcastle shudders and some of its sand falls away. The staring glazed eyes and the staring red eyes are unaffected. Liliana. I am going to have Liliana use Rock Smash on one of the creepy eyes. Staring or glaze? Uh, staring. <laughs> I got, cause they're creepy. Um, I got a 17 for accuracy. 28 fighting physical. Disc cracks under Liliana's blow. The staring eyes turn and fix themselves on her. Mm -hmm. 
take a picture okay. to last longer. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Sneeze. I don't like this at all. I'm not happy. I'm not enjoying this. Uh, I'm going to hit as many of the new things as I can with Swift. Um, aiming towards the, uh, we'll say the tentacly ones. That's an eight, so not a crit. Thirty-five normal special damage. The stars rain down to less effect than you hoped. No, no, but but still, some effect. Better than hitting that sandcastle. The staring eyes shift, firing bits of sand in streams, one at Liliana, which strikes for 30 ground special damage, one at Katana, which strikes for 28 ground special damage. That's okay. Let's look at how bad this is going to be. One at Melody, which strikes for 26 ground special damage. All three lose one speed on that stage. They're growing slower. Grunge. I'm gonna have Grunge use Bite. On the same Pokemon that Liliana is fighting. I got a fight for accuracy. Uh, 36 dark physical. The crack and crunch resounds through the air. Grunge steps away with a mouth full of gritty, oddly solid sand. Melody. Uh, Melody is going to waddle towards the, the middle of everybody and use Disarming Voice uh, to try to hit as many of the enemies as she can. She's going to probably aim towards the, the tentacle ones as well. Uh, that's an 18 to hit, but I can't miss. Anyway. Uh -huh. 45 Fairy Special. The tentacled creatures keen in pain as their forms are torn by Melody's voice. They all turn to her. They all rise, revealing oddly jointed, strange, uncomfortably alien mouths which fire jets of water at Melody. Two hits. One does 28 water special damage. The other does 29 water special damage. The third pulls a furrow into the sand. Melody took an injury. The sand castle turns as Melody 
surprise house. It reaches towards her, and the sand forms around her. It deals 26 ground physical damage, and Melody is trapped in a vortex. That's not good. It comes without warning, a tremendous screech of tearing metal and inhuman rage. The bloody waters foam and break, revealing massive, glistening, shining, obviously non-living creature. All rubber and steel and long, jelly-like tentacles. The beast lashes forward, one tentacle smashing down to crush the parody sandcastle under its weight. The tentacle is translucent, a glutinous mass of glue-like matter studded irregularly with razors. It draws back into the water leaving the castle smashed back into bone bits on the shore. Uh, I don't like the beach episode anymore. <laughs> I think there's been enough of this. Uh, Paul? Michael? Yeah. Lydia? Uh, hello. Yeah? Let's talk. Why? What? Okay. <laughs> are we talking to Ellie or are we talking to Nick? <laughs> yes. You're not talking to either of them, I'm afraid. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. <gasps> <laughs> I say I'm Ellie's uncle. Yeah. We're in what? a similar business. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> Why don't I know let, anything? Let me, ex let me explain a few things. Wait. Uh, sorry, Professor Sneeze is not aware of this. Michael, I am talking to you. Oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> Just takes him a while to get out of character. <laughs> I understand. Now, after the situation with the matriarch growing back... Uh, the Atlas Vines, you were able to clear them off enough for Charlie to capture it. He immediately handed over to the Rangers, of course. Yeah. Keep them safe. Um, you discussed <laughs> with Yash, but I believe the decision was that you were not going to return to Ratu with her. No! Instead, you were going to explore the tunnel that you found on your way there. Yes. Unfortunately, exploring the tunnel would cause a series of events that rather not occur, shall we say. As Ellie had mentioned at the end of that episode, and as Archie mentioned during that episode, there was something of a family reunion in that area, the glimpse of an archetype. This archetype in specific is... well... Its very nature makes it not dangerous, but undesirable to meet, and in a way that's maybe singularly unfortunate to you as well. And see, this archetype was the archetype of bliss and inconsequence. Oh dear. Therefore, by simply discovering it, you would create and cause many of your things to be inconsequential. Okay. It must be 
a non-entity in the story in order for the story to be. Luckily, this allowed us to deal with another situation. The fact that your constant conversations with Ellie had allowed her to become more real in the world of the Chandi region. Uh-huh. Way to go, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Since her reality was becoming more and more apparent, her other aspect was also becoming stronger. Uh-huh. It needed an outlet. And to and since you had already gotten so close to the unaware, we needed you we needed a way to combine these two. So we allowed Ellie to take full control in what turns out to be an inconsequential way. When Paul Char when Charlie I'm f- I excuse me, when Charlie Professor Sneeze and Liliana awaken, this will be an odd dream that they may not remember. Uh-huh. But... What do you mean by we? Well. No? Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Ellie's uncle. Her, her aunt is less fond of her, I'm afraid. Oh, dear. I'm sorry to hear that. But, uh... With the we, there is a certain way we work. Dreams aren't only dreams. Oh, okay. So, but they can't speak directly, otherwise they would not be dreams as they are. This is a special case, of course. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to speak of this as just a dream and forget it, I suppose that's up to you. But... There may be more behind it, and more to understand. Uh huh. <laughs> I see. I may have gone too far too quickly. Uh, uh, That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no amount of information is bad, I guess. So, so this this is a dream. It's, it's not real, but it could have real consequences? Perhaps. And there could uh, be there, and there could be more to it? Perhaps the dream itself could not have real consequences. Perhaps it's better to say that the dream itself is foreshadowing consequences that may already be coming due to other factors. Okay. Okay. So... What you're saying is we shouldn't explore that tunnel? That would be unwise. Okay. Bummer. Uh, I know Professor Sneeze was looking forward to it. It'll be hard to convince him not to. On the other option, you could say you've already explored the tunnel. It came Uh, to a dead end. You, You came back out and fell asleep. It was inconsequential. Though it was fun. So do you mean we should never, like, go into the tunnel, or just not now? I mean, again. Technically. (laughs) Well. 
I suppose I see no way, no pathway that would allow the entrance of this particular archetype into your situation. His very action of being the archetype of inconsequence means that everything he touches becomes less important. If perhaps there is a pathway that you see to use that, that is up to you. I merely give warnings. What do you look like? <laughs> well, since we are in a podcasting format, that is a little difficult. Uh, but... Well, do you have a name? I do. What is it? And... <laughs> uh, now we're finally asking questions. I am Darkrai. Oh. oh. Hello. Hi, Darkrai. <laughs> okay. Well, that's um, exciting. Yeah. There are yeah there are uh, like murals and stuff of you in that uh in the the, the ruins. <laughs> but in actuality, there are not. The archetypes allowed you to see more than you thought you would. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's... Wait, you said you were Darkrai? Yep. That's oh my correct. gosh, I just got it. Oh god, gosh. Okay. Okay, that's so cool. You're super cool. <laughs> I love the movie about you. <laughs> I watched it with some of my friends once. <laughs> it is one of the better movies. I mean, so so kudos. That's it's it's yeah. It's tough to get ranked as a good Pokemon movie. For sure. Anyways, please continue. <laughs> All right. Uh, are are you an archetype? Please continue yourselves. Darkrai, are you an archetype? I am a legendary. Okay. Okay. Think of it in terms of hierarchies. Archetypes deal with specific matters. Legendaries have a more wide purview. Okay. Gotcha. We seem to have a little more time for more specific questions, if you'd like. Um... Just because the curiosity is going to scratch me, what kind of Pokemon is the Pokemon of inconsequence and, um... Oh, I can't remember the other Bliss. One. Bliss. Bliss and inconsequence. It is a poison and flying type. It's a crobat, in fact. Uh, I was going to say, uh, that's the only poison <laughs> flying type I can think of, is that line. <laughs> Cool, cool, alright. Um, how, um, this is of inconsequence, just like, how many archetypes are there? Is that something you can answer? In this current iteration, there are ten. Currently. Currently. There are as many as eighteen, or as few as, in general, nine that can happen at once. Okay. That gives Paul some information on that. Cool, okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That helps, that helps. So that means all of the other ones are going to, uh, Any other one is also going to be a dual type. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do we know we 
should trust you. <laughs> Not to sound, just read your lit. <laughs> no, it's a good question. Read your literature. Okay. Go back to the detective brunch book. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, in dreams, how often can you read? Is there anything about the dream that you wanted to ask? Um, so, so uh, if, if I was gathering it correctly, we were dealing with uh, Sandy Gast and Kabuto and Omanite, yes? Sandy Gast, Kabuto, and Omanite were the shapes that you saw. Three of the four. And was the fourth one the big tentacle thing that came out of the water and, and did some smashing, or was there... One that Paul was distracted and didn't hear. That was correct. Okay. The first. The first, the big tentacly thing. Correct. With razors and stuff. I read my literature and I think we can trust him. <laughs> He's cool, so of course. <laughs> uh, oh, I forgot my question. Never mind. Okay. Um. Well, this uh, is still a so dream, wait, we can so... Oh, oh. Yeah, yep. I can yep. answer some things directly, but not all. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. Hmm. So, you said that we're currently out of the tunnel now? But we're still asleep. Or our yes, characters correct. are still asleep. Yes, because we're dreaming right now. Slowly How did they... Charlie and Professor Sneeze are. How did they fall asleep? And are they okay? Is everyone okay? <laughs> we probably just got tired. Or maybe Melody sang us to sleep. I don't know. Thanks a lot, Melody. Or... It was night, and you fell asleep. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that's boring. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I guess which, which, which way should we go next? Because we've got a few gym options, right? Like, that, I am afraid I cannot answer. Yeah, I figured as much. We gotta yeah. probably make that choice. Um, uh, what? What do? So we saw. It's more short term than I normally operate. Yeah. But... Our characters uh, met up with uh, Zekrom that one time. Oh yeah, that happened. What? What is Zekrom and I assume its brother Reshiram and then also Kiram? What do they have to do in in this? What's their What's their gig? Because, like, Zekrom seemed to be really what chummy with... What did the dream suggest to you? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm terrible. They're not unrelated. Oh, boy. Um, so we've got some Pokemon involved in there. Something broke the castle. It was like a tentacruel. Everything was fake. <laughs> um, there or at least was a facade. We're like... That can certainly groups. be one aspect. Think of the Pokemon, not necessarily the types, but the forms they took. Fossils? Fossils. Fossils. Ancient, ancient, ancient ones. Oh. oh boy. <laughs> Michael's computer. <laughs> My computer. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Sneeze. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I wasn't uh, going that meta. Not this time. Not <laughs> this time. What in the world of the Chandi region deals with ancient times? Or perhaps a better way, what deals with the old ways? That'd be the D portion? Um, Correct. But... Oh. Oh, so that's a and metaphor. What about the f- Oh, uh, and what about the fourth that, that... type? Water. Or ghost. What do you mean by fourth type? Excuse me, I misspoke again. The fourth form that appeared. Michael said it was like a tentacruel. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Or, I mean, it said that it was a tentacly thing with like razor blades. I mean, this is a dream, so it could have been like a ferrothorn. Right. Could have been like anything. (laughs) There was one key aspect of it. That differed from the, the others. Razor blades? True. That is that is a key tenet. What? The others were made of the other forms were made of what? Bones. Uh rock, uh and sand and like groundish materials. Like this Michael's material. Oh, Bones. Made out of, like man made stuff. Bones. Organic Bones. metal material. So this one would seem to be like the the Chan region. The new is crushing the old. The Chan rises again. The Chan is crushing, <laughs> rising up to crush the D. What? Perhaps I ended too early. They were turning to fight one another. Oh, so the there's gonna be began. a war. There's gonna be a fight. Whoops. Oh goody. The other thing here is that it wasn't. It was small numbers of of each. Mm-hmm. It wasn't so much a war as a battle between two groups. Probably the Futurists and the Flames of Agni. Yep. There is one last thing that I will say, and then I believe our time will need to end. Oh boy. Consider the battlefield that they were on. Was it? Water. It was blood. It was crunchy. Pretty crunchy. It was, okay. to be perhaps more specific, a sea of blood and a beach of bone. And I think that's all the time that we have for this week. Ooh, one more question. <laughs> Who's Ellie's aunt? Thank you for joining us this week. You can Aww. find us online at tapshirito.org slash Pokemon-Rollout, <laughs> on Twitter at PokeRollPodcast, and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash PokeRollout. Join our Facebook group, the Pokemon Rollout Tap Room. As long as you're not a robot, we'll approve your request to join. There you can join in the conversation with creators and fans and become a part of the Pokemon Rollout community. Also, follow our network on Twitter, at Tapestry Radio, and check out some of our other great shows at TapestryRadio.org, like Intermission, Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch, and Us Play Fiasco. A special thank you to Rocco W for our theme music, Electric Donkey Muscles. And feel free to check the show notes for the other music and sound effects used in this episode. Once again, I'm Nick, 
doing the ending. And you can follow me on Twitter <laughs> at PokeRollNick. Huh. Oh, we're so we're so filled with existential crises. I'm Nick. Am I Nick? Or am I? <laughs> <laughs> are, are you done, Nick? For now. Yep. <laughs> uh, I, I'm I, Paul. I read. I read my ending part. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Paul. <laughs> On Twitter, you can find me at Prof Snag. Um, but come hang out with us in our Discord. Uh, come come chat with us about the episode and like this one. Like I don't even know what we're gonna say about this one, but come come talk to us about it. Um, and uh, just uh, yeah, uh, I guess the one other thing I'll throw out there is I mentioned before I'm in the middle of the Blastburn uh, community um, draft league, and uh, uh, myself and some of the other Puckle people that I've been working with, uh, we're doing really well. My team is currently eight and two, so. We're pushing toward a playoff spot, hopefully. Uh, I'm Michael. Uh, I'm on Twitter. And also, I, I haven't actually pitched it, but also on Instagram. Uh, same handle, at M-G-L-I-L-I-E-N-T-H-A-L. You can check out my ties there. <laughs> That's all you need in your life is Michael and his ties. That's right. <laughs> um, and I am Lydia, and you can find me on Twitter at L-I... Oh, that was my... Okay. Okay, never mind, sorry. Um, I got distracted. Uh, ha, yes, hello, I'm Leah, and you can find me on Twitter at L-I-L underscore shadow eight, and, uh, we also are on Instagram, and, uh, obviously on Twitter, and there's fun things happening in our Discord, people are talking about their Nuzlocke challenges and stuff, mm -hmm. so if you have anything to contribute, please hop on and say hi. Mm-hmm. Two got. figures stand in a white room. Oh boy. Three, mm -hmm. you say, says one to the other. The other nods. Hmm. Get me everything we can on them. Roster, caught Pokemon, badges, everything. Oh no. The other gives the one a look. Do you think we can recruit them? Oh boy. The one smiles. They'll be useful somewhere. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at behind your eye. That's behind your e y e l i. If you like what we do here every other week on Pokemon Rollout, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially please rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you really like us, donate to us on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/PokeRollPodcast, and get some sweet rewards. Special thanks to our patrons, Asher, Nathan Jester, Michael Williams, Zara, Froxus, Forrest Trim, Joe All, Sammy, and Fuego. You guys are awesome, and we can't say it enough. We really appreciate all that you, the gentle listeners, do for us. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you later. You know, if you become a patron, Ellie, you can have her character sheet, so that's all just like right up there for you. <laughs> just like is it, Michael is it any any level you can do that yep yep yep, yep. so just for the low price of one dollar a month Ellie Paul I'm Paul I'm so so, so sad that you didn't try to catch one of those Pokemon <gasps> I didn't what? have time yeah. because what what, what would have Charlie's nightmare been no. not catching no ca catching the Pokemon but not having it nope you have no Pokemon's <laughs> <laughs> Your bag is empty.
yeah. The other I thing I was really, the other thing I wish would happen, I wish Liliana would have tried to hide in plain sight. I was thinking about it at one point. I was also thinking about running into the sandcastle. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Sandy Gas does? It's probably. <laughs> yep. If you put your hand, if, if a little kid puts their hand or their head in the in Sandy Gas's mouth or gate, it controls them. Oof. It, 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 it controls Pokemon that way to get to get more sand. And then eats them when they're not when they're no longer useful. Oh. Yep. I'm always useful. Just barely wins gold. <laughs> I've been recording the longest. Twenty-seven hours. He's <laughs> <laughs> just been going She's all so day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you yeah, guys! I'm so yeah. excited for Pokemon. <laughs> Man, my computer is so slow, and I have no idea why. It's not like I've been recording for a day. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! No, I opened the Pokedex. That's not what I. Wait, what page was it on? 340. 340. Mm, good time of day. <laughs> mm -hmm. Sorry, editor. Oh, oh no, no, come back page thing. No, I see that. <laughs> <laughs> Something's happening that I can't see. <laughs> Just I think Nick's trying to break through. <laughs> Nick, speak to us. And tap twice if you can hear us. <laughs> oh my gosh, would you please just load? Uh, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it's, it's Michael breathing very slowly into a mic for two hours. Ew, <laughs> it's no. really disturbing. Yeah, I was just gonna say. <laughs> it's really disturbing, wow. Obscurantism and obfuscation. Orally observed, gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Obviated objects of oblivion. Obambulating about. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. In the Tapestry Radio Network. Tapestryradio.org. From our fancy to yours.